0: Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And it's now 9.45, which means it's time for the Deep Dive, and this week we are looking at Queens of the Stone Age, specifically their 2002 album Songs for the Death, which is one of my favourite albums. I've been listening to it a lot lately, because for whatever reason I think it's a good album to uh, study to, which seems odd because it's quite a, a heavy, noisy album, but... It's very, very, uh, jammable, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, so let's get started. Queens of the Stone Age is, uh, American, is an American rock band. They were formed in 1996 by Josh Homme after his previous band, Caius, which is a super heavy stoner band. Um, I think we've played them once or twice on the, uh, the show before. A super heavy band. They fell apart, and, uh, he formed Queens of the Stone Age after, And then eventually a whole bunch of ex-members of Caius joined the band. But Josh Homme has been the only consistent member for the entire lifetime of the band. And they've had a very um, changing lineup from album to album. On the 2002 album Songs for the Death, they had... A pretty consistent lineup for a while it was josh homie on vocals guitar nick oliveri on bass guitar and vocals he was also uh, in caius as well dave grohl on drums except for tracks one and eight which some of which we'll be listening to tonight and then mark Lanigan was also on vocals uh dave grohl if you may know is uh the drummer was the drummer for nirvana and also the frontman for uh, the foo fighters so it was a pretty uh, star-studded lineup at this point or at least after they released the album which was their sort of mainstream breakthrough it became a pretty you know star-studded lineup for the album the album is a really i i struggle i i, I hesitate to use the term concept album because it is a a very very loose concept album uh it's meant to be taking the uh, listener on a, on a journey through the desert of California at the very start of the first track we'll hear tonight. You'll hear a door slam and the, the radio turns on and it's all these little uh, radio interludes. But yeah, it's mainly just a super heavy, riff-intensive, super rhythmic album. I think the drums and percussion on this album are just fantastic and they really carry a whole bunch of the tracks so yeah, let's check out the first track I want to look at tonight is uh, You Think I Ain't Worth a Dollar, But I Feel Like a Millionaire, which is also the first track on the album. It's super, super heavy. It has the catchiest riff, in my opinion, throughout this entire album. It starts off with this really intense sort of drum beat, almost sort of hypnotic, and, it, and then it brings in this, this cool little riff, but it's, it's sort of um, the production or the... Uh, yeah, the production is sort of muted and uh, the the EQ is being turned down. It almost sounds like it's coming through a tiny radio and then it just bursts through and the bass comes in and the, the guitars come in and the screaming vocals, Nick Oliveri on lead vocals on this track, just burst through the mix and it's just intense and it's wild and it's super fast paced and that guitar is just searing throughout this track and it's it's got some really great dynamic Shifts throughout the track as well. Later on, we hear the whole band drops out for about, I think it's a bar, but maybe slightly longer, and then they they just burst back in again. It's just such an awesome and intensive way to start the album. And yeah, I think it's just a really cool track. So let's check it out. The first track I want to look at on tonight's deep dive is "You Think I Ain't Worth a Dollar, But I Feel Like a Millionaire" by Queens in the Stone Age. After that, we'll hear "No One Knows" both from their 2002 album. Songs for the Death. You're listening to Monday Night Sack on Radio 1, 91FM. Here's You Think I Ain't Worth a Dollar, But I Feel Like a Millionaire. When
1: you grab Russia for you K-L-O-N Los Angeles Clone Radio We play the songs that sound more like everyone else Than anyone else Clone, Clone. Hey, alright, it's Kip Casper Clone Radio LA's Infinite Repeat How we feeling out there? How's your drive-time commute? I need a saga What's the saga? It's songs for the deaf You can't even hear it your Radio 1 card and unlock discounts on products and services all across Aote like this
0: Get a 10% discount off any tattoo, not in conjunction with any other special, only at Cornerstone Inc. 324 George Street. Go to www.r1.co.nz forward slash activate and open up a world of savings with
1: your Radio 1 card
0: it's exploration. Write Like a Witch, Fern Fronds on Fire, Climate Poetry, and How to Write a Bad Play comprise just part of the literary buffet that is the sixth New Zealand Young Writers Festival. We've scoured the country for the brightest, funniest, most original young wordsmiths and invited them to Otipoti Dunedin for four days of workshops, panel discussions, performances, and more. And you're invited too. All events are free. Check out the full program at youngwritersfest.nz including Zinefest, presented in association. With us, Radio 191 FM The New Zealand Young Writers Festival 24th to 27th September
1: The legendary capping show returns For this, it's 126th year COVID-19 couldn't keep us down Now we're back and better than ever And it promises to be a jolly good laugh The capping show starts on September 25th and runs to October 1st. It is in the teacher's college auditorium and starts at 7.30. Tickets are selling fast. Get yours today at eventbrite.co.ncet or OUSA Reception. Part-time Rangers and Starters Bar present Molly the Chromatics and Mia J live September 18th.
0: Get tickets now. Early bird tickets are just ten bucks plus booking fee. Available from Eventbrite. 2020 has been a year, so what better reason to shake it all off and dance yourself clean with this amazing lineup at Starters Bar.
1: Molly the Chromatics and Mia J live with support from the Slinks Friday September 18th at Starters. Tickets from Eventbrite.co.nz.
0: That was No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age, and before that we had You Think I Ain't Worth a Dollar by Feel Like a Millionaire, both from their 2002 album uh, songs for the death. That last track, No One Knows, is of course one of the band's most iconic songs. Uh, it was nominated for a Grammy, and it topped the alternative rock chart in the US. Um, and of course it did. It's such a absolute banger. The riffs are great. I love that sort of chunky almost cool in response between that the bass hits that sort of root note and then you get a that really chunky sort of sharp angular sounding guitar on it uh homie's vocals sound just great they're sort of haunting they're spooky he's got a really um a quite quite a high voice sort of almost i hesitate to use the word reedy but sort of you know very high and ghostly sounding voice and then um you get that awesome uh Uh, fuzzy chunky chorus with that just heavy dense uh, textural texturally dense wall of sound effect in the chorus and then there's also that super angular guitar solo which is um josh homie has a very distinctive guitar sound that sort of fuzz Clean, almost clean fuzz sound and it sounds like they use a whole bunch of distortion but actually if you sort of listen to it and break down the parts, they're actually not that distorted which is it's a really cool effect and they almost use like a, a wall of sound to create that sort of fuzzy noisy effect which they're known for. And then I especially love uh, homie's vocals out as in that last sort of verse um, comes in it's almost uh, you know we're getting naughties great haunting back vocals coming into the mix, but then we also get these uh his own lead vocals are very sort of spooky and almost given an ethereal, um, spiritual sound to this just heavy, intense song, and I'm a massive fan of it. And I, I love all the extra little effects and the production tricks and Homie uses all these um you know, harmonics to sort of end phrases and stuff and I think that creates a really cool sort of janky and uh, staccato effect to the track and it's very cool. I'm a massive fan of it. Uh, The next track I want to look at is called First It Giveth and then after that we'll play Disguise Falling I want to play these two songs together because to me they really build on that sort of almost uh, sermon-like or religious-like quality to the tracks that sort of haunting uh, spirituality of it. In fact First It Giveth uh, takes its name you know, from that, uh, that Bible phrase, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. And that apparently is in, re- uh, Josh Homme has claimed, or I say claimed, of course he, he wrote the song, so it's not really a claim, but he has said that the song is about, uh, drugs being an inspiration for writing music. And he said, you know, initially they give you some sort of inspiration, but then they take it all away. So yeah, an interesting, uh, take, the song is super, super heavy, doesn't have any guitar solos and it doesn't really have any sort of extra effects or production tracks, but it's got this just super driving bass line which really propels the whole song and the, the drums are really thumping, four on the floor, sort of drum kit style, it's really cool, um, so we get that that thumping bass line really fast and then it's, the guitar comes in and it doubles it and gets just that really texturally dense. Uh, Almost attack on your senses, but then Homie's vocals, Josh Homie's vocals, are once again that sort of high pitch, reedy, ethereal sound that sort of sits just kind of above the mix and it segues into that into this chorus, which is just there's a little drop out which I quite like because it sort of separates the two sections, which are quite similar in terms of you know pitch and timbre and you know tone color and all that but it separates these two sections and then we get this thumping like double bass in the drums which is where they're playing the drummer either has two separate drum bass drums which he's kicking at the same time where he puts two kicks or two little i don't know what you call it the kick pedal for the bass drum puts two of those on it to get that really fast rhythmic intense feel and it really comes through in that chorus and it's i don't know it's just super intense and the the guitar and the bass just really uh, hammer it home, and I, I think it's a really cool song. So let's check it out. First, a Giveth by Queens of the Stone Age, and then after that, we'll have The Sky Is Falling, both from their 2002 album, Songs of the Death, which we are doing a deep dive into tonight. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on the 1, Radio 1, 91 FM.
1: turtle 109 we spoil music for everyone shut up you little brat oh.
0: that was the sky is falling by queens of the stone Age. before that we had first at Kiveth, both from their 2002 album uh, songs for the death which we are doing a deep dive into tonight that track the sky is fallen is so cool and so heavy and has some very sort of uh, disjointed sounding segments but I, I love how it comes together in that sort of cohesive whole you know it starts off with that sort of spooky um, almost choir like intro the the thumping sort of drums doing it sort of bouncing all over the kit and then we get those, those spooky high pitched backing vocals moving around you know like I said before almost choir like and then we move into that that very heavy main riff which you know Really makes up the bulk of the song, that sort of chunky, uh, thick, you know, staccato, fuzzy riff in the bass and the dru- and the guitar. Pardon me. And we get Homie's sort of high-pitched vocals once again, sort of floating above. Um, yeah, it's it's a really cool effect. I especially love the bridge in that track, which um sort of brings it back down. It almost sort of, I guess it's like a development of that sort of that intro section with the the drums and the bass and the uh, the vocals you know are a bit more interesting in terms of a uh, uh harmony wise and pitch wise and then we have some nice sort of tonal development there and you know and a nice textural shift as well because i find quite often in these tracks they're very heavy they're very dense so you almost need that sort of break halfway through the song which comes in the form of the bridge in this case but then you also get that sort of uh, tonal not tonal shift um pardon me rhythmic shift which is really where the sort of catchiness of these tracks comes from especially in the guitar where they're very chuggy dense riffs but they're very staccato and you can just sort of bang your head, head bang to it like nothing else. I'm a massive fan of that track. The next track I want to play is also one of my favourites from this album. It's called Go With The Flow. It is so cool. It's got the best guitar riff. I love that sort of chorusy vibrato effect on the guitar. I love how it just sears and sits, like just comes out of the mix and pops out and it just, oh, it attacks your ears. I'm a huge fan of it. It's also got that sort of that rockabilly style piano that just slamming that one chord, really high pitched as well. I love that tone, uh, color within the mix of the rest of the track. Just slamming constantly, and it keeps that sort of intense, fast-paced rhythm going uh, throughout the entire track. It's it's really cool. Um, yeah, it's just an awesome, it's an awesome song. So let's check it out. Here's "Go with the Flow" by Queens of the Stone Age, and after that we'll have "Gonna Leave You." gonna leave you both from their 2002 album songs for the death you're listening to monday night psych on radio 1 91 fm was going to leave you by queens of the stone age before that we have had go with the flow both from their 2002 album songs for the death that track go with the flow i forgot to mention it but i I'm, am a massive fan of the the s- sort of stuttering drum hits on the snare uh, at the sort of start of each phrase or yeah i guess phrase because it goes over multiple bars uh dave girl is hitting that snare just like real stuttered and it sounds super intense it's also got some really cool um some volume swells on the chorus which I forgot to mention that track we just heard Gonna Leave You has Nick Oliveri uh the bassist on lead vocals again and uh it's got some really great bass sort of these bouncy riffs um I don't know if you can hear it because it's, it's sort of buried in the mix so you've got to listen uh somewhat carefully but it's doing this sort of almost disco style beat under some parts and it sounds really cool uh the backing vocals and the harmony on the vocals sound great, especially in that chorus. And we get that sort of cool and response between that, uh, that line where he says, I'm going to leave you. And we get that, that cool, uh, backing vocal riff, I guess, a vocal riff. The guitar solo on that track is so cool. I'm a massive fan of it. It's so glitchy sounding. It's stuttery. It's, uh, janky. It's angular. It's really great. Getting more, of, uh, Josh Homie's awesome, guitar sound coming through as well that sort of searing fuzzy lead but still super super clear yeah it's just a really awesome track we have one more track i want to look at tonight uh it's called god is in the radio which is really a sort of classic stoner rock fuzzy rock track and i think it really epitomizes this sort of early blend of the queen of the stone age is sort of unique sound moving away from uh caius but also keeping that sort of classic stoner rock aesthetic so yeah let's check it out the last song on tonight's deep dive is god is in the radio by queens of the stone age from their 2002 album songs to the death uh i definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't listened to the whole album because it's a super excellent album uh here's god is in the radio you're listening to the one radio one 91 fm That was God is in the Radio by Queens of the Stone Age from their 2002 album Songs of the Death. And that concludes our deep dive tonight. That was a real awesome, fuzzy stoner rock track. It's got some awesome guitar work on it. And I definitely recommend giving that whole album a listen if you haven't already because it is just a fantastic album. Super consistent, just really great. Really nails that, uh, that hard rock aesthetic. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.